like honestly, I compare Row to WWE or an AEW, like just just that TV style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the production is immaculate. Um, and they were live also that night. Yeah. Ladies Night Out was live. It, it's always live when they do it, but it's like man, like again, it's that pinch me, my hair kind of thing. You know, it's it's. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture, where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. They say if you find one good friend in wrestling, you did well. I've been fortunate enough to find one, and that's Amber Rodriguez, my guest on this episode of Wrestling for the Culture. So I had an opportunity, as I said on previous episodes of Break It Down with Brian H., I had an opportunity to go see amber wrestle down in a town outside of new orleans this past january it's first time i got a chance to see her since 2013 and this is also the first time i've seen her since she's returned to the ring so this week she comes on to discuss how things have been since she's returned you know she's been on the show leading up to her return but now She's got quite a few matches and has some big moments, including reality of wrestling and Elevate Pro. So she comes on to talk about that and so much more. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my interview with Amber Rodriguez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I am bringing back my good friend. She is the first three-time participant, three-time guest on Wrestling for the Culture and probably as the wrestling realm as a whole this is probably your fifth or sixth time. <laughs> Look at us making history. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, Amber Rodriguez on the line. Amber, how you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on with you? <sighs> Man, well, unfortunately, at the time we were talking, we just found out news about the NBA being suspended for the rest of the season. And um, ironically, the last time we saw each other, was the day before Kobe Bryant died, unfortunately. Man, I just realized that. <laughs> that is crazy. So And yeah, like the whole NBA thing, like my husband's really pissed about that. I mean, I don't follow sports outside of sports entertainment. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, that's like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, tell I'd say hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name. I can edit it out. <laughs> Um, yo there's so many weird like creepy people are starting to add him (laughs) oh man well yeah but so like i was sitting there thinking i said you know the night so going back and we'll get into the interview in a second but you know for those who do not know i went to uh, amber's show at elevate pro uh back in was that january uh, like I said, it was the day before Kobe died. And I remember sitting there waiting for your match. And I was sitting there with my manager, shout out to Marin. I was sitting there right before your match. Maybe it was like the opening match. And it came across my phone. LeBron James passes Kobe Bryant for like on the scoring list. And I remember thinking, you know, like news breaks, you know, you, you know how it is in wrestling. You see something, yeah. you want to reach over to the next person. So I remember thinking, oh, snap, this just happened. I'm about to tell uh, Marin. Then I was like, 
she don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I was like, okay. So now I'm not going to say nothing. But I just remembered then, obviously, you know, unfortunately, the next morning, you know, we got, oh, the next afternoon, you know, we found out about Kobe. So, you know, I was just thinking about that. And, you know, it's just like, wow. And then here we go again, talking uh, less than, what, about six weeks later. And then, boom, we found out about the NBA. Yeah, that's so crazy. You know, the whole Kobe Bryant thing. Like, you know, I like I said, I don't really follow sports, but of course I knew of him, you know, mm-hmm. and just his impact on the world. I mean, you know, not just us as a nation, nation but just all over. And mm-hmm. um, it was just really devastating. I mean, not just in all the lives that were lost in that crash. It was, the whole thing was just unfortunate, honestly. And it's, it just shows, like, I know it's kind of cliche, but it just shows that, you know, life really is too short, you know? Yeah, and it, it, it's just, it's, like I said, it's definitely a sad situation, you know, um, and our condolences go out to the families of everybody affected, definitely, and, uh, you know, families go out to the families affected by this uh, cor- coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> Uh, but let's you know, let's laugh this. at that. It's like really serious, but <laughs> I know what you mean. But uh, yeah, let's uh shift to some positive things. Um, we so the last time we talked, you were getting ready to resume your career. We talked about you know you kind of getting flow of things. Like I, I don't mean to cut you off, but just like how crazy is this? Like the last time we were talking, I'm like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be back soon. I'm gonna have my first match, and now it's like a matter of weeks later, and I'm like, I've done like so much in such a short amount of time, and I'm not even scratching the surface yet. Like there are so many really big things coming that I can't even like talk about right now. But this is this is crazy, man. Like, what is life right now? <laughs> I know, right? So, how did it feel when you first got back in the ring? Like, did when it take you a while to get, huh? No, I was just piggybacking off of what you said. Um, when I first got back, like, just the butterfly, like, that's actually the first thing I said. I was like, man, I don't miss this feeling. <laughs> like, the feeling I get when I'm in gorilla, when I'm about to break curtains, is just like I literally feel sick. <laughs> like, really? Because my nerves are so bad. My nerves are so bad, and I'm like, I just I don't want to screw up. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, is this gonna be the night I freaking forget everything or get hurt or like, you know what I mean? Um, so it's just so many nerves, but. The second I walk through that curtain and I'm Amber Rodriguez and I just turn it on and everything just goes away. Like that feeling just, it's like magic. It just goes away. The second I walk through the curtain, it's like, it's like stepping into another world. Like that's the best thing I can like compare it to. It's it's literally like you step through that curtain and you enter a whole nother world. And you're just, like, in another dimension, and you're just in the zone, and, like, 
nothing else matters besides like I'm gonna make this moment like you know this is this is my time you know mm-hmm. now who's your first match back against so my first match back was um at Diamond Championship Wrestling uh, was in, uh, it was against this guy named the Matador, which um, I had started training. Let me back up. So I had mentioned this in the last interview when I mm-hmm. first decided, okay, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to wrestle again. Like, for sure this time, um, I was deployed in California, and I uh, was training over at Big Time Wrestling. Um Big shout out to Kirk White and thank you for all the guys over there, by the way, for welcoming me with open with open arms and just taking that chance on me and giving me a place to shed this ring rust. But yeah, so I, first I was training over there with a guy named uh, Ricardo, um, who had wrestled in Mexico for like the past 20 years. And um, he was just so great. And I missed that guy so much. Like I say, I tell everybody, like, I wish he was on some type of social media, but um, he isn't. But he, that guy brought me back to life. I mean, really. Um, he he really dusted me off. And then when I had finished my deployment in Cali, um, that's when I found out I was getting stationed uh, in Mobile, Alabama. I got orders to Mobile. And so I sought out a local... Uh, school, you know, and um, got connected with the with a man named Gene Miller, um, who's another vet and in, in the business. And you know, he has his own school, the Diamond Mine, and same thing. Welcomed me with open arms, you know, helped me work out all the kinks. And the guy that I wrestled my first match back was, you know, another um, uh, trainer there. He had like a trainer type of role. And, yeah, it was just really great to just work with somebody I was comfortable with, I had been training with, you know, just to work all the kinks out and get the rust off, you know. And I was really just going with the flow. And then it went from that to working in Texas to um, even elevate this, you know, new height. Well, no, you know, um, one of the things that I noticed about when we shift over to Elevate Pro, um, yeah. So, Brittany, she she's the promoter, right? Yes. Is that correct? Now, you know, it's been a Women's International Month. I, you know, I'm always a women's wrestler supporter. Um, I support you know women in all lines of work. I'm fortunate yeah. to work with. Um, one of the best women leaders in the world, I say, and I'll put that out there on the show who you met. Um, how was it? And when you saw her, like working for um, her at that show and in general, and was this so, your first time first working all, under a woman's promoter? Yeah, it was my first time working um, under a female promoter. And first of all, like kudos to her, man. Like I have so much love and respect for that woman just you know dealing with all the crap she gets from you know you know how the guys are like we've been around it um mm-hmm. you know, just for her you know putting up with that and just like just you know sticking to her guns and doing her thing and she's so professional 
and so great to work with and so insightful on the business, you know, because that's one thing about our business. It's like, you know, for someone who doesn't really have that um, in-ring competitor role, but is still very knowledgeable. I mean, this woman goes to seminars and takes notes and just soaks up all the knowledge she can. And I just have so much respect and appreciation for that. Um, But yeah, Elevate Pro was great. Um, They run a tight ship there. And I mean that in a good way. Um, Very professional locker room, very comfortable locker room. Um, I felt at home there and Elevate is honestly becoming like a, a home for me. So I'm, I'm really excited for what they have in store for me in the future. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, you know me. I'm always going to say something. And yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't have to necessarily respond to prevent What's you from that? getting heat. <laughs> To you getting heat, or you don't have to feel this way, but I'm just going to say <laughs> my personal observation, and that is that when you left Elevate Pro, I saw you had a glow of happiness, and yeah. one where it was like, you know, and obviously you were happy because your husband was there, and you know. We all hung out afterwards. You had friends and family because there. But, was there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, yeah, you know, and you could tell you had, was having fun in your match. You know, one of the things I did notice, too, was during the match, your confidence level. Now, you've always been confident, but I watched you and I was like, you went out there and owned it and you didn't look like you had took off a few years. You follow me? so. That was yeah. the one thing I noticed that I could appreciate from, you know, you being my sister that, hey, you really like own that and you really feel comfortable there. So shout out to Elevate Pro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that. I can't say enough good <laughs> things about that company. Like just, you know, the way they're taking me in. And yeah, like that night, honestly, it's. It's so crazy. Um, Like, I believe in God, and I believe he aligns things for a reason, and he allows things to happen for a reason. And I believe in signs. And, you know, it's crazy that that show was named From the Ashes because that's exactly how I felt and still feel. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like I hashtag everything. Like, in everything I post, I hashtag rebuilt because that's, what I believe I am. I believe I'm rebuilt. You know, um, I was taken apart back in 2015 and here in 2020, I'm put back together and better than before. You know, it's a fresh start and I'm kicking ass and taking names. You know what I mean? And um, 
that match in particular, and shout out to Dale Springs, by the way. I mean, that man, he's a true gentleman, um, a great competitor, very professional, very fun to work with. Um, he's he's going to go places. But um, that match, oh, my gosh, it was so fun. And I think I told you that night, I never did a dive before. That was my first time doing a dive. So you mentioned confidence. Like, that should tell you how confident I was feeling or crazy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So now, um, before we get into, you know, the big one at Reality of Wrestling, What've been some other promotions and cities that you've been enjoying working in? Um, Hurricane Pro definitely in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, they run out of the Ford um, Arena. That was like my first time. Was it my first time? I don't think it was my first time. I would say it was my first time in a long time working in an actual like arena. It was really nice. Um, everyone was very professional there. And it was an all-women's show, and everyone on the card killed it. Um, where else? Oh, of course, with um, Texas Wrestling Entertainment, with uh, Rudy Gonzalez. Um, even meeting him and uh, making his acquaintance and being able to uh, reach out to him for advice and feedback and you know stuff like that, it's, it's just been great. Um so, you know, that's definitely another one. And, you know, of course, I got to throw Elevate in there. Um, but, yeah, and then you mentioned Roe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what was that experience like? You go to Roe, um, and, you know, this is, I mean, you're working with a Hall of Famer, <laughs> in a sense, Booker T. This is under his name, his umbrella. Obviously, he's seen you before at MCW, but what was it like to, you know, kind of reconnect with him and be on that uh, show? So, funny thing, um, he actually wasn't there. Go, go, go figure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I prepared all this question and you didn't say, like, no, he wasn't there. You could have prepped me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I know he's got, like, you know, a million other things going on, but yeah, it was it was a little it was a small letdown that he wasn't there, um, but you know just being there, just you know to be booked there, it was it was an honor, honestly. Um, and uh, his you know right hand man uh, Kevin Bernhardt was there, you know, so that was great. Um, you know to to uh, get to talk to him and you know. Um, put a name to a face and formally introduce myself uh, to him was great. Um, there was two shows. There was the, the matinee show and the evening show for ladies night out. And everybody on the card just like left it all in the ring. Like it was great. It was, it was a great show. Both shows were great. Um, both matches it was great because I got to wrestle, you know, two girls that I had been watching for a while, but hadn't gotten a chance to share the ring with until then, uh, mm-hmm. being Micah Madrid and Vanity. Um, shout out to both those women. Um, but yeah, man, just being there and just taking it all in, it was just like somebody pinched me kind of moment. You know what I mean? 
even before the show got started, they were testing out my music and like I I think I took a picture of them like testing out the pictures and everything and I like my face was on the screen. And I'm like, this is crazy, <laughs> like because I had been trying to work here like since I was like 18, you know, and here I am now and it's just it's wonderful and I I say all that to say you know like don't don't let the feeling of oh this isn't gonna happen for me or you know like it's been so long like I literally left and came back and now it's like I'm really I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm on my way to even further heights and I feel so much more positive about my career than I did the first time you know so I say all that say like just you know don't let that adversity hold you back like if you stray off of your dreams or your path to you know where it is that you want to be like don't let don't let that be the the deciding factor you know what I mean like in the end you'll if it's meant to be you'll get it now you brought how your career you feel like you know everything's aligning yeah in your opinion, does row happen <laughs> if you are on the East Coast as opposed to being in the South? Honestly, like, I just feel like being in the South, I'm closer to a lot of opportunities that I wasn't as close to before. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't mean, like, so much in the literal sense like it's just a closer drive I mean that definitely plays a part but um you know it's just man it's just so crazy how everything just aligned the way it did this time around like with me being in the south me getting a lot of southern uh base promotions to book me that before you know it just it didn't really work out or there were plans but it fell through you know and now it's just it's all coming together so I and another thing you know to add to that um I do feel like being in the south it's just another kind of wrestling here if that makes any sense it's it's like another vibe like like everything from the locker room to the crowd it's it's just like a whole another world here when it comes to wrestling can you explain the difference? Like, can you explain that vibe? So, Is it... I'm trying to say this without sounding negative. So, like, in the East Coast, right, it's, so, like, as far as the locker rooms go, you know, um, I don't know. It's just everyone's a lot more humble here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just everyone's a lot more humble here, and everyone's, like, more so willing to help the next person instead of like, ah, oh, they may fill my spot, you know? And I don't mean to ruffle any feathers when I say that. That's just a personal observation. Others may disagree and that's fine. Um, it's just a personal observation. Um, and that's not to, you know, um, diminish anything 
on the East Coast. I love the East Coast. I'd love to go back as soon as possible. I love it over there. But like I said, it's just a personal observation. There are definitely, um, there. It, it just seems like a lot more humility is embedded in in folks around here than it is over there. And then as far as the crowds go, um, I feel like there's more of a appreciation for wrestling mm-hmm. here down south than there is in the East Coast. Um, and again, others may disagree, and that's fine. It's just personal observation because I feel like on the East Coast, like you have a totally different standard of wrestling. Like here down south, like okay, let's let's say like here in like Mississippi, you know, mm-hmm. you can do a freaking headlock takeover and fans will go crazy, right? Oh wow! Whereas okay. you do a headlock takeover in Brooklyn and they're like, okay, what's next? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's, there's just a different type of appreciation, and there's you can you can definitely work more. That's why I feel like more in the South, it's more of an old school vibe, you know, because you can work a lot at, at a lot slower pace or you can work a lot slower and, you know, you'll still get the oohs and ahs, you know, versus Spanish fly, Canadian destroyer through a <laughs> burning pool. <laughs> so now you, when did you notice that though? Like, was it? Did you try like one of the hot spot moves, or did you kind of observe uh, other workers? Yeah, um, it's definitely the latter. I observed through other workers. Um, I always watch matches before mine, um, not just to see if I don't want to break the fourth wall too much. But like, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also to see you know, the crowd's reaction, like, how do they react to things that are more on the simpler side, and how do they react to the high spot, you know what I mean? And just watching these southern crowds, they're honestly, like, really into, like, simple, you know, simple things, or, like, old school things, and I don't mean old school as in, like, in a bad way, like, just going, like, super slow and not doing too much. Um, That definitely plays a role, but also, just things that you don't really see nowadays that were more so popular, like in the eighties, you know. Um, and I can talk a mile a minute about that, but I'm not going to do that. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to sum it up and say they're just. I I noticed from you know other matches that okay, they seem to be a lot more appreciative of this, you know, this old school kind of style or you know slower paced style. Now, um, you know, I want to get back to Roro really quick. What was it yeah. like when you went on YouTube and saw that and you saw, like, you, you talked about the presentation, you talked about seeing your name. Obviously, it's not the first show you've been to where you saw your name or the first time you watched yourself on a, um, the first time you watched yourself on video. But I know as a producer myself, that was one of the things that I had noticed that I liked about the show was how it was produced. And I remember talking to Kiara Hogan uh, a few years ago and we was like talking about like 
just the way they produced their show. What was your thoughts when you went back and saw yourself on a show produced that well? It was like, like, honestly, I compare a row to WWE or an AEW, like just, just that TV style, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the production is immaculate. Um, and they were live also that night. Yeah. Ladies Night Out was live. It, it's always live when they do it, but it's like, man, like, again, it's that pinch me, my hair kind of thing, you know, it's, it's, it's that time to definitely step it up and you know it's like it's just oh man I can't even (laughs) I can't even sum it up into words like it like I think the best thing I said about it uh was the next day I posted on Twitter and I was like man last night was a dream like it was literally a dream um everything like you said from the production and just how professional it's set up and you know it's set up like tv and you learn so much more that way you know you learn so much more about just different angles and so many things that you wouldn't get from you know your average indie show um Mm -hmm. and even from the vets backstage like Sue Young and Jordan Grace who are back there like giving advice and you know they're just it it was great it was great <laughs> it was wonderful <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Those are two of my uh, favorite people to work with at WSU. Yeah. Um, you know, and to see to see you name them as veterans is like, wow, you know, you just shows how far they've come along, you know. Um, yeah. And it's crazy because actually me and uh, Sue Young, you know, I remember sending her like me and Nyla's matches and me and Nyla, you know, would be on the phone with her like, Hey, what'd you think of this? You know what I mean? And it's like to be here, you know, actually sharing a locker room with her. And it's like, man, it's, it's just crazy how things come full circle, you know? And, um, you know, it's, it's funny again, because this was like the second locker room that we actually shared together, you know, and it's just crazy how this business can like introduce you to people and, you don't really share locker rooms with them that often, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it was great. They were, they were wonderful too, to share a locker room with it's just the advice that they had to offer, you know, and even their match that night was, it was great. Yeah. I can imagine now yeah. you know, mo- moving forward. Um, what are some things that you can reveal that you see coming up next for Amber Rodriguez? Uh, there's a couple of things I'm really excited about that I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's like eating at me. <laughs> but let's let's just say some uh some really great things. 
Um, oh man, I really wish I could talk about it. <laughs> well, well, we'll switch shift gears then. Let's talk about your um your promo videos because it seems like now I'm, 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 it seems like you're making a new one every almost before every show. How long did it take you to like really develop that confidence to, you know, you jumping back into it, you stepped away for four years and, you know, before you left, obviously you could cut promos, but now, you know, going out there and having that confidence to put this stuff online and do it again and jumping right back to it. How long did it really take you to get confident to do that? So truth be told, I'm still getting confident. (laughs) You know, like, I'm confident, but I'm still, like, building even more, like, okay, I got this. Like, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this. I got this. This is nothing to me. You know, like, just, you know, hyping myself up like that. But um, I got to give a shout-out to Black Cheese um, because the first time around, I remember I used to study that man's promos, right? I mean, since I was Shout 15, out to I was geez, like, man. yes, yes. And I was like studying his promos. And so I remember, I think I was like 18 or 19, I want to say, I was working for uh, Bombshells at Pro Wrestling Syndicate. And I sent it to him. And I was like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, I was so shy and nervous, right? Because like, this is the man, like, I've been like, wanting to model my promos after and now now I'm sending him one, you know, and he liked it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I felt so good about myself. Like, all right, like I got this now. And I had like such confidence about promos from that point. And, you know, just getting advice from him on them and also Trollic, uh, shout to him as well. Like that's my brother, you know, and, having his like approval, I guess I'll say as well, you know, it was just like, okay, like I got this. I'm good at this. I can do this. And so coming back and doing it again, you know, I think G's even said a couple of times like, Oh, just one promo from her and it'll, it'll be good. Or, you know, some, something along those lines, he said, I'm like, man, I got, it's like having big shoes to fill, but it's you, you know what I mean? It's like, will I, be like that 20, 13, 14, 15 me, you know, will I deliver those those classic Amber Rodriguez promos? And the truth is, yeah, I'll deliver that and then some because now I'm a lot more evolved and I'm a lot more comfortable with myself. And I'm a woman now. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I just feel like at that time, like, yeah, I was an adult, but I was you know, I started this stuff when I was 15 and then till 21. And it's like, I was still so immature, you know what I mean? And now it's like, I just feel like I've been through so much and I'm just, I just feel like more of a, more of a brick wall now. Like it's, I know what I bring to the table and you can't tell me otherwise. I know what I bring to the table I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am, you know, and there's only going up from here for me. And I know that. And I deliver that every single time. So, yeah. (laughs) Now, how often do you go back and look at the old stuff? I do it whenever I, like, 
want to put something out that's like, okay, I'm trying to like explain this as like simple as I can because <laughs> like in my mind it's like one thing. So um, when I'm looking for inspiration, I look back at my old stuff to get that inspiration. Like, okay, how can I do this today, but in a more evolved way, in a full circle type of way? Um, or how can I like put this and, you know, today's promote, it's not like, oh, she's done that before. It's more of a grown up version of it, you know? So mm-hmm. like, there's that. And then, you know, even some of my old matches, I watch my old matches. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I used to do this. How can I make it more polished, you know, or, oh, why don't I add this to it now and, you know, make it stand out even more. So to answer your question, I look at my old stuff all the time, you know, from my matches to my promos, you know, like just to get inspiration or how can I tie that into who I have become and, you know, still deliver it in a, in a grown up kind of way, if that makes sense, you know, like just even like little details that you wouldn't normally like the the average person would overlook. But for me, it's like, it's like a tip of the hat because like, okay, so one promo I had made for Kobe pro when I was uh, facing Jesse bell, I had on these tins, right? Like these, um, but I call them butters, (laughs) these butter Timberlands. And I did another promo for elevate pro and I had on these butter tins but they were high heels, the heel pins. And so just little tiny details like that to me is like, okay, how can I do something I did before but make it more grown up, more evolved, more progressed, rebuilt, you know, this is who I am now and still that me. Mm -hmm. But I have that and then some. Well, that's good. That's awesome. Now, how does your, your daughter take to watching your matches? And has so let me give you a quick story. Well, we told you this, <laughs> but I, you know, I'll tell the people. Um, we're sitting there at the show, and bef- the opening match, you had somebody who you had like family members in the crowd. So you had children who's mm, a little bit older than your daughter. Um, and they started crying because their uncle was getting beat up. So has, have you broken kayfabe with your baby yet? And if not, how does she take it when she watches your Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. You had cut out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said, um, I heard broken yeah. and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> kayfabe. <laughs> I said, have you broken kayfabe with your daughter? I was making sure they didn't censor the word. Um, but okay. <laughs> but have you um have you watched uh have she watched your matches and if she does, how does she take to it? So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> so Elmo is so over my daughter like she loves Elmo right and so like anything other than that she's just not feeling it so I remember like I brought this kid with me to train like to see me train like hey this is what mom does sometimes and she's just crying like I want to watch Elmo I want to watch Sesame Street right like she's just 
like not caring about where I am or what I'm doing. She's like, I want to watch my show. So she's, I'm at training, you know, and there's also some students at the Diamond Mine that I mentor. But yeah, I'm doing my thing and she's just off on her phone watching her Sesame Street, so uninterested in what I'm doing, right? So I'm like, maybe it's just the training thing, right? So she comes to the live shows too. Same right. deal. She's just like, I, I'm not like interested in this. Like she's just on the phone, you know, or crying because she just wants me to sit with her the whole time and not do anything else, <laughs> you oh, know. Man. And then, but on TV, like I'll stream my matches, you know, from IWTV or you know wherever I'll stream it on the on the big screen, and she's like oh, mommy's wrestling, you know, and she gets it. It's cool. But, like, in person, she just does not care. <laughs> like, it's weird. <laughs> so she's more of a fan of watching you on TV, but when she's at the yeah. show, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and even on TV, it's like, oh, that's mommy, that's cool. And then, like, literally three seconds later, she's like, okay, I'm ready for Elmo. <laughs> like, now, how about you? I, uh, I'm going to try to make her a fan. <laughs> you said you are? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to make her a fan for sure. Now, how about your husband? Does he boo you sometimes to be funny? No, he doesn't. Like, okay, so here's the thing with him. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny how, um, okay, so I look at, like, Nyla, right? And her family, like, her wife is, like, you know, super into wrestling and her son is like so into wrestling. That's my God baby, by the way. I love Will Xander, but he's so into wrestling, right? And it's like my family, like my husband's not a wrestling fan. My daughter's not a wrestling fan. I'm like the only one. Um, But yeah, no, as far as my husband goes, like he's not into it, but he's into me and what I do. You know, he supports it for me, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. and I love him so much for that because he's not that type that, like, loved wrestling and grew up watching it. And, like, you know, he's he's not that type. But when I expressed to him, like, hey, you know, this is what I did before I met you and showed him stuff. And, you know, hey, I, I want to get back into this. And when he saw my passion and my dedication for it, you know, he helps me out in the gym. And my husband's also a chef. So I'm a little spoiled, but he's a chef and he, you know, he's big on like nutrition and, you know, just making sure I have the right, um, you know, foods for my body and then that I'm always looking my best, you know, so he really just transformed himself into, you know, someone who's just going to help me as much as he can. And, you know, he studies it. He studies it for me, you know, like we... We're on the road. That's another thing. We travel together. He comes to all my shows. You know, he's my merch guy. You know, he's my personal trainer. He's my nutritionist and all this stuff. And um, he helps me out so much. He studies it. He he watches wrestling for me. Like, he, he, you know, he'll come to me like, hey, I think you should do this. Or, hey, I think this looks good. Or, hey, when you did that, I don't think they reacted like you wanted them to. You know what I mean? Like, he becomes... Mm -hmm that person like for me to help me out and to see me get better he wants me to get better and to be the best at it and i appreciate him for that so much for being a support system 
I mean, to me, he seemed like he's enjoying it, you know, and obviously, like, so I'm watching from afar, you know, but uh, it seemed like he enjoying it. It seemed like, you know, we obviously hear and I talk, and I can say, like, he, I can tell just in a, a conversation, a one-on-one conversation him and I had that he's, like, super excited for you and, you know, just super excited that you're back into it because he can see how much, he can look and see how much it makes you happy. Yeah, and I appreciate him so much for that, man. It's like it's like if he were to up and just decide he's going to become a football player, right? Like, I hate football. I don't like anything about it. But I'd look at it for him. You used to you be know, a Giants like, fan, though. Yeah, I am. But, <laughs> but I'm not, like, <laughs> as deep into it. You know what I mean? But I look at it for him. You know, and so that's, like, what he does. For me, you know, um, he's not really, it's not really his thing, but he, he looks at it for me and he watches video study with me when I do it. And when I'm taking my notes, it's like, oh, did you see this? You know, and it is crazy to see him do that. Cause like, oh, okay. I thought you weren't into this, but here we go. You know, so it's nice to see, like we were um, on the road to TWE uh, this past Saturday to San Antonio and we're watching Bruiser Brody's documentary and he just, he was so into it and it's just watch, he's going to be a wrestling connoisseur by the end of this mm-hmm. year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm definitely, I would definitely want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I let you go, any final thoughts? Um, I'm just so excited for the future and for these things I can't talk about right now. <laughs> um, but there's some really big things on the table. Just, you know, just watch TV. <laughs> um, follow me on Instagram at Amber One Rodriguez and on, oh, I'm sorry, I got that. Totally That's your Twitter. Twitter. Gosh. <laughs> Goodness it's gracious. Really late. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> you can edit that. That's my Twitter. <laughs> nope, you leave it in because it's funny. <laughs> That's fine, and you know, it's I'm like that anyway. It's not just because I'm tired. I'm just an awkward person. But yeah, so follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Amber One Rodriguez. Follow me on Instagram at Lorena Renegada and Facebook under Amber Rodriguez and you can at my um, fan page at official Amber Rodriguez. Yay! I got it right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Amber, I definitely appreciate you coming on board. Um, as always, you know, like I tell you before, I'm proud of you. I'm super excited for everything that's coming. You know, I'm going to be sitting here cheering you on and, um, you know, tell, tell the family I said hi. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe to the wrestling realm on all social media platforms. Simply go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, YouTube to subscribe. Until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.